oriental details and props were were kind of general. I mean, that was the Gentle? Gentle, gentle. A lot of people were using umbrellas and kimonos and the fan and all that stuff. Yeah, that's true. That's true. This is right from, this is, no, this is 36. This is the same year as the picture of Karis. Exactly. It's the same year. You know, probably within a few hundred miles. Now, this is one by Adams. It's one I've never seen. It's not as, it's not a, like a lot of his work in some ways. It's fascinating. I mean, I get the sense of the horizons right there. Stars. That's Yosemite somewhere, I guess, isn't it? I don't know. It's called Pinnacles. Is all I can tell you. Uh, I think it's, well, it may be a fairly close up because the clouds are. Pretty much out of focus, which means that he wasn't able to stop down. Distances about stop down. You know what that looks like? That uh, the entrance to Canyon de Chelly. You know those three uh, pinnacles sticking yeah, out. Yeah, it's it's much closer. I mean, that's smaller. Oh uh, yeah, I know. But yeah, yeah, this is like portion of that in the picture. I've always found a lot of Adams were very cold. Kind of. They generally are. Well, this thing here, like a lot of things, uh, is, uh, I mean, let's say, I mean, how does this coldness come about? That's really an important question. Yeah. And, and I think it comes about because he uses a number of things, and uh, he has about two, three elements in there. Mm -hmm. And they don't really work together. And strangely enough, they don't work together. Well, think, think of it just in terms of uh, physically. I mean, you have hard rock, water or ice, this, uh, and, and clouds, say, and then and the, the sky. I mean, well, the clouds feed in back and forth into the sky as they vaporize and so on. But gee, water, and, I mean, ice can just sit on a rock. I mean, you can't, you can't really do much in relationship to it. I see, I can see some areas, for instance, where, where there's, a, there's a peculiar way in which things could be working together, you know? But then in other ways, they're just, they're just enough not, not doing it, you know? It's just... Mm -hmm. Here's uh, the only Gee, thing I have pretty. in color. That's pretty. DNA. DNA. <laughs> that's pretty. By Elliot Porter, of course. That fact, really beautiful. I, I really should ask you, I suppose, if this is a good point to any about color photography, what you ever thought of it. Well, when you consider how poorly people have done in black and white, God forbid what they've done in color. Yeah, but I'm not talking about other people. I'm talking about you. <laughs> you know, I mean, and... Uh, well, it's uh, it's uh, it's just that much more complicated. Just a complication you didn't want to get into. Yeah, that's just right. And and the course of it was it was unbelievably expensive. It would be expensive for us to do now, but it would it would have been impossible. Yeah. In time. Yeah, someone like Porter could do it. Yeah, Porter was very well set up. He had a beautiful laboratory. He, he was hiring people to. Is that because was Great he a commercial friend. photographer? Or did he just have a? Was he, he, he was wealthy. wealthy. He was wealthy. He was an MD, and I guess his wife was wealthy oh, too. Yeah. <laughs> so you couldn't ask for more in that sense. Yeah, I think Porter is seriously underrated in some respects, though. I think because he uses color, he's thought of as strictly a calendar photographer. You know, 
and I think there's more in a lot of things than than just that. Um, although I don't know. How but far it but goes. again, uh, again, you see the problem arises as much as I'm just delighted with seeing this and I uh, see certain parts mm -hmm. of this, you know, that, you know, and it comes right to as I look at it more, I see now what is this this thing's contribution to art? Nil. I mean, all of the things in here, you know, that, that are nice and fresh, you know, and admittedly, you know, parts of them, they've existed in certain in, 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 uh, in paintings, French paintings, and other things. It's it's just it's just a world that's not new. It's just not new. But that doesn't mean I don't have the appreciation of fact. I mean, there's always another spring comes along, and I'm very excited. I, I like to see the new fall colors. To see the new fall fashions, all that. I mean, not, not, I don't care the fact. I mean, I don't mind that it's cycling. But th there is this hard-boiled fact that has to be faced. And, and uh, his, it's not a contribution to photography, whether color, black and white photography, unless it's a contribution to art. And as a contribution to art, uh, all of this is déjà vu. You know, I can break some things down and say, you know, and say. If we if we saw this somewhere in a painting, you know, or even this this area in here relating to this, and and you know this whole thing had been worked out, you know, it, it would be magnificent. Yeah. I mean, just everything mm -hmm. would just be well. That's beautiful. This I, I think you said you have a print of this or had a print of this. That's not the one. A different there's, story. There's another one. <laughs> Still, is it probably sure to identify which, as peppers? I'm never sure mm -hmm. which side of them. Um, yeah, yeah I think it's the bottom of the stairs or the top of the stairs. It's the a stairway going down, I think, and this is another one <laughs> above it. Yeah. It's the bottom of the stairs. I know it is this one when you show yeah, it this right. way. It's the underside of the stairs. It's, yeah, this side of it. <laughs> <laughs> Turn it around, you might have a picture Fred has, I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, this one with a more... With the staircase that goes curved. down side left to the left. It's curved. It cuts, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. curved. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Here's one of Wynn Bullock's. Yes. Long, long exposures. Okay. Well, the tree's uh, melting in front of your eyes, I guess. Are those trees? They're palm trees or some kind of the small bush like that. Seaweed thing. I mean, you know, the edge of the water things. That's a very distant shot of Big Sur. A tide pool. I think this is a tide pool. I've always felt this was a great distance. This was a great distance. That's the fog rolling into these crevices of Big Sur. It's a tide pool. Well, we'll have to, we'll have water, to find water has receded and left these wet things oh, bend on. over like this. You want me to tell you how this is done? Sure. Tell, oh, come on, a man I, would be this high. You know why I know? No. Because I, I was the one who did this first. And, and I did this with Edward and, 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 uh, and Karis. And I don't, don't want you to bring this up ever. ever. I mean, just forget this, that you heard, heard this, off. because I don't... I, Turn you it know, off. <laughs> Oh God, it's right, that damn machine is on the aisle. Will you turn that machine off? Sure, turn it. Wynn isn't going to mind. I had the idea, but I think it is. Right, yeah.
Now here's uh, this skin of course. This is uh, from 54, Martha's Vineyard. These rags. There are, uh, uh, I think some of these things are, are magnificent and they're all interesting, but some are very definitely not, uh, you know, the first water. I sense that the one I picked here is not <laughs> from your response. I'm not even so sure. You may have lost some of the, on the uh, outline of the picture. You may have lost a little bit somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure. And, and that might be, just make the difference. I kind of like it though. This always reminds me of torn paper, some of these spa other yeah, spaces yeah, he has. Very curious. Yeah. yeah. Siskin is a little phenomenon. Siskin is a magnificent plant. He's a magnificent eye. He's really? enterprise. Yeah, we just had a bunch of his relatively new work through the museum the other day that we were just getting in a, I looked at it in exchange for some things we'd given back to him. And I just mm -hmm. looked at it and said, boy, you know, it's very nice. Very nice. Now this is by Brett Weston, and this is as good a picture as any for a single Brett Weston uh, print. What does this? Not that I'm just to be funny. What does this remind you of? Back in there? Okay, real close. Uh oh, I mean these uh, these right. dangling. Yeah, it's it's it reminds me of uh, of, of stockings, which remind <laughs> which you show in your drawings. Well, Paul Strand. His dangling legs. What? Paul Strand's fence. Paul Strand's white fence. Oh well, well in it's some not sense. Not that regular. It's not that regular. Yeah. But oh, I see. If you're looking, yeah, you were Brett, looking at the whites. Brett Weston is Brett Weston is incapable, of, to my knowledge, of, of doing something that is really different. He doesn't. I mean, you know, some people, uh, some people only speak to somebody who speaks their own language. You know, a lot of, you know, otherwise they're not relaxed. Mm -hmm. And uh, then there are people who go and speak to people who do not understand their language. They will manufacture a language. They will do something in between. They will get together, but that's not, that's not the way West, uh, Western works. This is uh, one of these aerial things by William oh, Garnett. Yeah, that's a, this is a very sexy one that the, uh, that the museum uh, has. That's one of the most beautiful prints that they had up in the, in the, uh, the Eastman House up in their exhibition. Some some years ago. Yeah, that's really something. It's really uh, this this looks so, like like an abstraction. In a, in a, I mean, here it was like. Mm -hmm. But when you see the you see the uh, of these. It's too bad. I mean, I hope the print has a little more detail in that because it's really. A, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's. Uh, yeah, I bet that guy's got a lot of good things. To his say. work is being looked at now more. Marlboro Gallery has just taken him on as one of the. I wouldn't imagine they would, yeah. That they want. Hmm. 
Who's that? This is by Lisa Modell. Oh. Yeah, this, one I've seen. this is from about 1950 or 40. It's not entirely clear. Probably more like 40. Just some woman on the east side of New York. Well, somebody get out of there. Yeah, probably the <laughs> photographer. <laughs> This is one of miners. I have two of his. So I'll put the white on the. Hmm. It's very curious, you know, almost with a little bit less more diffusion, it looked like a bull. Probably a table with a glass top or something reflecting there in a strange way. Let me, uh... Is this a, a set that Eastman has put together? This is a, this is drawn from a set that Eastman oh, has, has that I put together for the purposes of doing this. A set of, there's originals, about 100 to 200 or something? 250 is the basic set. This is another one of mine. Mm, that's nice. Yeah, this is, uh, it's actually frost on a window, but it's... Could be various things. Could be various things. Yeah, I have a print of this. One of my favorite things. This one hangs together. I mean, it's just a... And you know, just looking at this now, having looked at everything we've looked at up to this point, this reminds me of some of the surface quality of some of the daguerreotypes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the quality by which... Uh, I mean, if you just look at some of those yeah, edges yeah, out yeah, there... Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's uh, that's what makes this so rich because all of this by itself it would be very hard, you know. And, and, and this would not be quite as as exciting and as festive without this. So the, the exchange between these things is very beautiful. And this pair there is fortuitous. This this pair right here. Pair, yeah. This thing there. It's just in this way. But this is a uh, this I've seen the print of, you know. This and uh, it's a pity. It's a pity how poor these prints are. And there's no reason why they should be that poor. The slide is nicer in some respects. Oh, of course, of course. It's pulled it together a little bit. It's a little smaller. Yeah. And and uh, you degraded it a little bit by copying it, you know. And the, the print itself is already a little degraded. And it's so, so, so there you are, you're more in the world of the French world of, of uh, you know, 80, 90 years ago. Or longer than that ago. Yeah, I like that. And I like, I like that in that size, too. Hmm. It's probably the size of the negative, right? The size of that is, uh, it's probably a little bigger than he shoots. He, I mean, he used to shoot eight, but, uh, five four, by five. Seven. Five oh, five seven. seven minus Shot a lot of five, five by seven. seven. Yeah. Oh well, then then that would be it. Yeah, it's just about. Here's one of uh, here's another frosting window by one of his main students uh, at one point, uh, Caponegro. Boy, it's a waste of time. Yeah, there's this there is a there's a beautiful uh, feeling of a, of a bus there. You know, something of a, you know like there. Were, Remnants of a bust there left in the middle. These bulges. Mm -hmm. 
surfaces and decorations. Mm -hmm. That's nice. Now this, <laughs> I kind of cheated in choosing this one <laughs> because it's an Arnold Newman photograph, but of course it's one of the better known photographs of Max Ernst. <laughs> Portraits of Max Ernst. Now, as, as someone who knows photography and who knows Max Ernst, what do you think of this of this picture? Um, it's it's a, it's quite an interesting picture. I like the print. Uh, I like the print of this. It's it's pretty fair print. I mean, you know, for what it is. Yeah. But I mean, you, you you're the best qualified person in the world I can think of to comment on this image. <laughs> well. Are you are you uh, are you asking in a sense uh, how does this really concern Max Ernst? Or well, that's I guess one way? aspect of it. Yes, that would be one part of the question. Certainly, does it portray something in your mind that you know you feel is, or is it just uh, just the portrait photographer doing a thing he can do? You know, and Max Ernst happens to be his his raw material. I, what, what's nice about it is when you first see it, this, this is the kind of thing you shouldn't even really, really scrutinize too much because as you scrutinize it, it falls to pieces. Uh -huh. What's nice about it is, is that it has, a, it has a Baroque exuberance about it. And uh, the smoke even contributes to that. Do you think the Baroque exuberance is, is relates to Max Ernst? I mean, in a, I mean, in not, a sense? Not particularly. Oh. <laughs> not particularly. Okay. That's actually fantastic. This, this actually, is this actually the shadow? The smoke? Is the shadow of the smoke on there that makes this bird? That's the smoke, some smoke itself. It's the, it's the, this is smoke and that's the shadow of his head. Across there. What was the name of the bird that Max Ernst used in all these different things? Tutu? Uh, no, no, not no, quite. No. Something like that, Something though. Something like that, yeah. There's a, there's a band he was done when, when Max was still in Peggy's Benoit. Where was this photographed? Do you know? There's not photographed in his house. New York. Probably New York. It's 1942. Well, I mean, whose apartment is this? No, it's probably Peggy's apartment. Or yeah, it's from 42. Well, what, what was the year? year 1942. Oh, it was yeah. Peggy's apartment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting photograph. If it's 42, you see, that was uh, before before he came out here, by, yeah. by, uh, by over a year. Yeah. Very likely. Now this is uh, by Irving Penn, who's just retired as a type of a commercial photographer, but he's done some more interesting things than most commercial photographers we might think of. The trouble with all these things is they just don't hang together. I mean, these things don't hang together, they're just multiples. You just happen to have two groups. And, you know, there's some curiosity about, you know, about uh, 
why this construction has certain implication on the circus, ballet, and so forth. Well, you can examine each individual figure and, and expression and so on, but there's no, no real connection from one to the next. Yeah, it's the American Ballet so. Theater, actually. Yeah. It's a portrait of them. This is one of Gary Callahan's things. I just have about eight more here. It's multiple tree. Or actually, it's looking at it here now, I'm thinking somewhat of like the statues in motion a little bit, you know, some of that life uh, in this tree. Only it's very mathematical, but the way it starts to move, the spiral it starts to describe. It's my knee in your way. Who's that? This is Jerry Olsman. Not one of his real famous works, but one that I, I liked for the, all the elements. It's kind of early, it's 63 for Yolson, fairly early. This is uh, just a kind of a reference point by Otto Steiner, who was very uh, influential in Europe. In a kind of a, mostly through teaching. Is there actually actually somebody in the people I don't know. Construction up there. I, it's the, I think it's a pile of coal or something, and that's a, the tip of a machine loading it. It's a hmm. SAR landscape. Mm -hmm. Huh? Yeah, it looks like the, the uh, brick range or something in Alaska. Yeah, it almost looks like a cross section of a like piece of wood to me. No, I know. <laughs> to so. me, like wood on water. You mean like lumber floating? Like yeah, a, like a log jam. Lumber jam, log jam. Oh, they handle that cool. Is this a German also? No, this is Robert Frank. Oh, it is. From yeah, that German touching, we hate that. <laughs> the tuba and the flag kind of thing. From the Americans. And uh, sort of along the same lines. Yeah. This one by Diane Arbus. Yeah, yeah, that, that guy's, that guy's <laughs> really some strange This is one of her relatively more normal mm -hmm. people she photographed. These are the types that try to put in the army in the Pentagon, not in the 
the nut house. <laughs> but the others, the people think that we're crazy, you know, they, they're the ones that really wanted to should have belonged in there. It's nice. Now the original this is is got color in, in here. It's a pieces of advertisements and things um, by by uh, Heineken. Bob um, Heineken. Yeah, it's German. It's titled Four Costumes. <laughs> These things generally made are these are these actually cutouts and glued up things? Yeah, and then this is an yeah, overlay, photograph. a photographic transparency overlaid over it, so it's two layers, or at least two layers. Oh, I see. So that's, that's right. Existence. That's right. So you see yeah. the see the thing under the. Uh, you're looking through. These are actually yeah. empty spaces. Windows. You're looking through. Yeah, windows. windows yeah. 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 Looks nice for a distance. Diffuse without my glasses on. <laughs> jams up at the last minute. Well, I can, uh, <laughs> um. Well, I see a lot of push it in instead of out there. Hmm. Need some tweezers? Uh, Gibson, who recently has, last couple of years, has kind of come to light, done a couple of books. One called The Somnambulist, which this is the cover image, sort of dream sequences, or that's how he describes them. Where is he? He's a East Coast type. I don't know what he does. Uh, okay. Why was the name familiar? <laughs> hmm? Why was the name familiar? Well, if you probably got a piece of mail that had a picture of his somewhere and they're probably on a mailing list that uh, sent out a thing. You mean uh, this guy, uh, how I, I would Well, well. Frances said she thought the name was familiar. I was oh, yeah, we can, she's sure you did. Yeah, he's not that. Oh, I know, I know, I know how why the name is familiar. You were, you were at the Eastman House with me. When this guy had an exhibition on the Eastman House, you probably went over with him. Ah. See, they had the, that was when I was in Rochester for one month. So, mm -hmm. so you were with him. Yeah, that's right. Maybe hmm. somebody else was too. Now this, you must have seen Les Crims. Yeah. <laughs> a stack of, a stack of Wheats murders. 
sort of faked police photographs. I'm really curious as to what value you put on a, <laughs> these photographs because they're, uh, I mean, this one, you know, this group because uh, Crimson enjoys a certain kind of notoriety because of the sadistic uh, but yet humorous elements, you know, in, in his work. And he's really amplified uh, the sort of sadistic element of it in his more recent photographs. Well, he, I saw a group of his things at, uh, at uh, you know, what's the, what's the guy downtown in New York? Whitkin? Whitkin, yeah. And I, I like I like quite a few of those. I mean, I, I would say, I, again, they, they were not enough contribution to art, but they were they were certainly uh, you know in their way a contribution to photography. You know? But they I, I just wish they went a little farther. Mm -hmm. But uh, they have a they have a whatever once once they decide to do a certain thing they have a decisiveness about them. Yeah. Yeah, right. They they commit themselves to what they yeah, do. Yeah. Okay, here's one other thing. This is actually the original of this is on cloth. And this, this color is actually stitched on the cloth. You know, this is by Betty Hahn. And it's a it's a gum print on cloth with the stitching <laughs> put on it. And uh, she's probably representative of a whole group of work that people have done that she probably does as well as anyone. Um, where there's a quality of object in with the, the picture. Yeah, well, it's, it's sort of the manufacturer of mementos, you know. I, don't, uh, you know, I prefer to find mine somewhere. <laughs> I'll make some, but if I make them, I don't know. The last it's one. A more complexity. This is the last one I have. This is a, with just two or three years old, done by a man named Louis Baltz done a whole series of photographs, I guess they're taken in a sort of an industrial area near Irvine, California. And uh, this slide is a little bit washed out. If you look at it more of an angle, it's probably mm -hmm. better. Mm -hmm. But uh, they're all very, very much like this. All very rectilinear uh, in the way that it's working. There's just a bit more sense of surface in the original than in this line, mm -hmm. but not, not too much, just some. And I, I think that's one of the difficulties with photography. Photography doesn't do this kind of thing too well. You know? Which? Uh, the, this the, this uh, sense of surface that you were talking about. Once in a long while, something will hit and you'll, you'll know, you know. It's, but most of the time, when, when you would like to have it work for you, we just won't do it. Yeah. So I have one other slide that isn't part of this that I want you to look at. Um, that's by Weston. Yeah, that's that is nice in a way. That me. I made from a print um, that I've never seen published. And 
but I lose my as I get close to it, I lose my interest. You know. I I, I mean, when I see this, I almost think uh, I almost tend to think that be maybe maybe Weston's acquaintance with your work permitted him to try this in his own mind, um, although it's not uh, the same kind of thing, you know. But because one of, one of the things that I've always wondered about is I've always felt like Weston's work, what has been presented publicly, has only been a certain version Very edited. of yeah. his work. And yeah. that like that, like the nude with the gas mask is the one picture. Yeah. There's a few others that you've seen, you know, in print that uh, that are a little crazy, or you would say so, relative to the rest of his work. Do you want to see that, do you want to see that picture out of focus in the mirror, back in that, in that box? It's a treasure. <laughs> You see how beautiful that is? On the dust, you mean? On the mirror? On the mirror, yeah, look at the mirror. You see that crystal quality in the mirror? Well, it's all these little... On the dust? You yeah. see, because it's yeah. out of focus. Yeah. See, it's way out of focus. It's ha that's halfway. So you can just play down there. Yeah. yeah. See, it's, it, it travels from here to there and there. So. See, can I focus mm -hmm. it on the mirror? I can't get no. the lens far enough yeah. to focus it on the mirror. It's it out of focus. Mm -hmm. But that's sort of peculiar. But anyway, if, if, if you just look at this as I first looked at it, you know, it's just the beginning of this thing wanting to hang together, you know? Uh-huh. Well, the, the thing is, I've Well, this is a little bit, it's a little bit related to, uh, call it, I think Weston was, Weston was doing a little better than that. Uh, it's more related to Irving Penn. But it's, it's sort mm -hmm. of, sort of a, like, kind of a bit of a horseplay. Uh-huh. And uh, then it's also the kind of, of, uh, uh, obsession with New Mexico, you know, that's mixed in with that. Yeah. You know, see, that, that's, it's a combination of things. And well, when, when I was... Uh, nothing the date. The date of this? I think it's 1943. Mm. I'm not certain. It's actually on the slide, but this small, it's very hard to see. It's signed EW on it with the date. I think it's 43. This is made from a print, this one. This is Edward Weston? Yeah. Well, it's, it's all the same. I thought you said Brett Weston, but it's oh, all yeah. the same. Yeah. No, no, I was, uh, my, what I was saying was I think that the Edward's work has been narrowly presented in a way. And oh, God, yes. When I was in, uh, I was in Carmel a couple, two years ago or something, and, and met uh, Cole, and talked to Cole about these things. Of course, he sort of prints whatever anyone wants, you know, and for the reprint. They sort like of what they see. Right, and I say, I said to him, uh, I've seen this picture of the nude with the gas mask, you know. And I said, are, are there many more things uh, that are like that, that are, you know, kind of zany, and, uh, and he says, well, yeah, there's all kinds of things like that, and I say, well, you know, why, why do you never print them? He says, well, no one ever asked for them. <laughs> they don't know about them. They've been edited out of his, yeah. other people's lives. I guess. Yeah, they have to be shown first before somebody sees them, and then yeah, you can give them exposure. Yeah. People ask for something they've never heard of and never seen. He, yeah. did, a lot, he did a lot of uh, uh, run over rabbits. I don't know how many he did some. The dead birds. The dead pelican, of course. One of those pelicans is just unbelievably beautiful. Yeah. Well. Yeah, it's a... Let's have some tea. That's a good idea. It's a thing that'll have to be remedied over time. Uh, I guess eventually, uh,
Yeah, it's a. Let's have some tea. That's a good idea. It's a thing that'll have to be remedied over time. Uh, I guess eventually. Uh, It would be interesting to see just, uh, uh, you know, all the prints he ever made, just to, you know, even just in a very poor reproduction, just to get a, a sense, just to go through them and get a sense, you know, of, of uh, the, the flow oh, yeah. through them. Uh, I remember one day, in fact, Arnold Gasson did this in a history of photography class that he was teaching. In one session, which was about an hour and a half, he projected every illustration that was ever in camera work, just continuously, just bang, 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 like that, from, you know, 1903 or whenever it started to 1917. And it was, a lot of students were protesting, how can we ever see them, you know, you're just doing them so fast. And yet you could really see those 15 years, you know, kind of change, the concerns change through time, you know, with those. It was a very uh, interesting, if somewhat frustrating way to look at them. He's never shied away from frustrating students. <laughs> well, did he ever set somebody on well, there to set a camera work? Uh, I guess uh, they'd been made from reproductions, yeah. Oh. The slides were not fantastic, but they gave a sense. 19, uh, by 19, by 1940, a, a set of uh, camera works was already pretty hard to get hold of. Sometimes you'd see an ad for, uh, for incomplete sets. No, did you did you try to acquire them or think no, about I didn't. it? No, I was in no position. Yeah. I, mean, I was I wasn't that interested. I mean, you know, Today they're like money in the bank. Oh my goodness! Single well, issues. I mean, some of the uh, some of the uh, uh, single illustrations are just out of this world. But I mean, on the whole, they're uh, they're dragged to have just literally. literally. I mean, they're, they're, they're yeah, they're non-productive. I mean, they're, they're kind of fragile in there. But this is yeah. They're fine. The best ones, of course, were absolutely super. Printing. Well, there's a, a very few things that I didn't get to ask at one point that I wanted to, and I'm questioning whether it's necessary now. I don't know. Do you have a little energy? I haven't got much energy left right now. Well, let me just let me just look over these things here and, and make it choose just a few that are worth it. They really come up here. You're looking at these slides, actually. Yeah, we really have caught I was going to ask if you'd ever met Saul Mednick, who was at the Philadelphia College of Art. Yeah, yeah, he used to want to organize that, that, that Philadelphia show that has that black catalog. And he wrote to me and then he came out here. Uh-huh. You'd not met him until he came out here? I had not met him until he came out Because he was, of course, did a, did a lot of commercial photography that was very interesting, mm -hmm. mostly in color. and. Uh, it was, uh, on the face of it, you, I would be curious to see that he would be attracted to your work, but uh, uh, I saw quite a large show of his work uh, after his death. It was in Philadelphia, and uh, it was quite interesting. 
it really was very, uh, well, here's one remark that I've wondered uh, exactly what you meant uh, by, and or what you would say about it now that you said in that talk in Chicago about, uh, I think you said, what I like about photography is that it is episodic. <laughs> Probably is. Well, uh, uh, you take a take a drawing or or a painting, and you you can lay off and you can pick up again, but you can't basically you know in the in the for fresh work you cannot uh, you know you cannot if you if you botch certain things uh, you that you just go on with that and this this is built into this thing. While in a photographic situation you have there stages of the way, and, and you can just pull one stage out. You, you that, suppose you have a fine setup and, and you, you don't get the right negative, well, you shoot it over again. You can't always do that, but sometimes you can. Uh -huh. Some, you get a bad print, you, you can try again, you, you, you know, because you have the, uh, you have the, the negative in that case. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, so it's just the whole process is, is episodic. It breaks, breaks up into stages. And, and you can substitute, you can, you can do over again very often a certain stage, and that's an episode. Yeah, okay, that's, you that's can't very do clear. This, you can't do this in a, in a work of, uh, that's continuous work of making a painting or, or a drawing. Yeah. You, you, you can lay off and continue, but you, uh, you're stuck with it. Yeah. Okay, yeah, there's only, uh, well, there's only one other thing in my little book here, and that's a little book, which was, <laughs> at one point, and we went on past this point, uh, I don't know if we should go back, you, you tell me, uh, but uh, I was going to ask about some of, uh, you described a particular, in, on a tape with Harold, you, you talked about a garden you did in Rio, that, yeah. that you've heard in recent years is still there, and it's a very nice yeah, garden. Yeah, but I haven't seen it, I have to, you know, at this point, I have to go by yesterday, you know. Are you, are you pursuing something here now? Um, about that much. Oh, listen, may I have one of these? Mm -hmm. Okay. It's an agent that reduces fever. What reduces fever? Antipyretic. Uh. <laughs> well, no, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> I can remember trying to use a dictionary to just chase one word. You, you, you get a definition, right. then you have to look up two more words. Yeah, you end up back where you started. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dictionaries are great. Well, I have to go to Rio, I guess, to check on the garden. I was going to bring a map of Rio, actually, I, uh, but I didn't. I had this from two sources, so I, I kind of think that uh, that thing that's really there, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, listen, if I get a chance to go to Rio, I will call you up first. <laughs> Okay. Let's see if I can find it. Okay. Otherwise, I guess we have... Of course, in one hand... Isn't this amazing? It's running perfectly. Look at it. I'm not going to touch it. I'm going to let it <laughs> just see what it does. The uh, last night I had a funny kind of a daydream or an idle speculation after uh, 
absorbing some of the sense of uh, ma many of the things you've been saying, and I was just thinking and idly, you know, laying around. <laughs> I thought to myself, you know, perhaps in a month or in a couple of months or some period of time, uh, someone else could come out and could try and do this, and not one word could be the same, you know, <laughs> in a, you know, in a sense. <laughs> Or myself, for that matter. It would be surprisingly different. But, I don't know, I, I, I don't really think it would be different in a, an essential way, but uh, but it was a funny image. You better stick with this version for a while. <laughs> yes. Well, like I say, one of the... Now it's recording.